Welcome to the Light of the World, and this is Jared G. Martin. The first of the year is getting off to a very fast start. There are all kinds of things going on in our country and in our culture. But I want you to know that God has a place and God has a plan for you. We're going to be bringing you some messages that will encourage you and help you to go down the pathway that God desires for you to have this year. I want you to know God is still in the miracle working business, the healing business, and the blessing business. He has everything you need. Trust Him this year and depend upon Him to meet all of your need. I want you to get your Bibles, call a friend, and join us as we continue to walk in the light of God's Word and encourage God's people to be all they can be. Those of us who have homes, or maybe even if you're in an apartment, you've probably experienced having one of the sinks in your restroom or your kitchen back up. You ever had the sink back up? And now we're wondering, why is my sink backing up? And you can buy all kinds of products that you can pour in your sink. Of course, the one that's been around the longest that we're familiar with is Drano. Now you got liquid plumber and all other kind of things. And what they do, they know that there is something that's in the system that has gathered, that has clogged up your lines your, and has prevented the water from flowing through. So now you have a backup. In order to release that, they put something in there that Drano has some acid in it and whatever else they use and they try to eat away at whatever it is in your line to clear it out to allow the water to flow through and to reopen that line so that it releases that backup. Today I want to talk about how we need to clean house to um, address some of those things that are in our system that causes a backup when we try to reach the Lord and have the Lord to move in our lives. The reason God is not moving in some of our lives is because we, the, the drain is clogged. And these are, you know, when the drain is clogged, you can't see what's clogging it. But you know something is there. So we're going to talk about some things that may be clogging our drains so that uh, as we end this time of consecration, we want to be sure that we have a clear channel. We talk to God. We ask God's favors and blessings that there's nothing clogging up our prayers. If I could flash on the screen this morning all of your thoughts of this past week, would you have to get up and walk out to church? You put your picture and your thoughts on the screen. Everybody looking down, they'll be like, no. <laughs> don't pick me, Pastor, my thoughts. Our thoughts are just as important to God as our actions. Jesus taught us in the Sermon on the Mount that God's commands are intended not only to regulate our outward conduct, but our inner thoughts and our inner dispositions as well. 
It's not enough that we do not kill, he says. We must also not have the desire to kill. So some of us were saying, I'm not going to do anything to him, but I sure wish he would. We're dead. It's not enough not to steal, but we should not have the desire to steal. Ooh, if I wasn't saved. <laughs> and some people used to say they lay their religion down. But I'm warning you, don't lay your religion down. You may forget where you put it. It's not enough to say that we do not commit adultery, but we must not entertain lustful thoughts and lustful looks. That's what Jesus said. That don't mean you can't look at a person. There's a line you cross when it comes to a lustful look. I spent the, fa- I spent the past few Sundays sharing with you about the subject of holiness. And as we've engaged in this season of fasting and prayer, I think it's appropriate to inform you of the commands of the Lord to every believer concerning our lifestyle. It was God who spoke to his people on several occasions and said, Be holy because I am holy. Paul, the apostle, thought it necessary as well to inform the church of their responsibility to walk upright and holy before the Lord. There's a scripture that we hardly ever go to in the book of 2 Corinthians. You hardly ever hear anybody speak on it, teach on it, preach on it, or whatever. But it's 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1. In the NIV, it says, Since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. Purifying ourselves require that we clean what is on the inside of us. Purifying ourselves require that there is a cleaning that takes place. If you're going to purify you got to do some cleaning. Or you got to get a purifying agent. And the purifying agent is the Holy Ghost. Who lives on the inside of us. That helps us when we have the desire for that cleansing. And just as we must learn to bring the appetites of our bodies under control. We must also learn to bring our thought lives under obedience to Jesus Christ. What we think. Because what we think affects how we behave. The thought life that we are to control has been shaped by the philosophies of this world. We have been shaped. Whatever your opinions are or your mindset or whatever you believe has been shaped in some form or fashion by someone or some philosophies. You didn't just believe what you believe because you came up with it. It's been believed because all of the data, information, thoughts, and things that have come to you over your lifetime. But most of us, and in fact, all of us have been shaped 
by the philosophies of this world. The world then we're talking about is the mindset, the behavior, the understanding and approach of the ungodly in our world, those who do not live according to the laws and the commands of God, they've shaped how we, um, how we think and how we respond and how we act. That's why when we come, well, we come to Christ, when we come to Christ, the Bible says we are, we are born again. You must be born again, born of the Spirit. And then we're told that we need to have a renewing of our Mind, because you still have that old mind. That's why when you're unsaved, and even sometimes when you're saved, and before you are renewed, when you hear the word of God, you will even say, I don't see it that way. And the reason you don't see it that way is because you still have that old mindset. This, that definition of the world is not the physical planet. It is that temporal observable, satanic arrangement that he has organized. The Bible says he is the God of this world. He is the God of this world. And if he's the God of this world, how does he function? How does he operate? He operates with his own protocol, his own philosophies, his own way of doing things. That's why the Bible says when you get saved, you come out of the kingdom of darkness and you come into the kingdom of his dear son, Jesus Christ. Wherever there is a kingdom, there is a king. And when you're in the kingdom of darkness, you are functioning according to the constitution, the rules, the life, and all of those things of the kingdom of darkness. Now you need to function by the kingdom of light. The world is that arrangement that Satan is heading and is operating and is found in the human race. And it is alienated from God. It is opposed to God. It is rivaling God. It is competing with whatever God wants to do. The worldly philosophy is competing with God. And it uses various vehicles such as media, arts, music, education, politics, and culture to perpetuate and to extend its existence. It uses all of those avenues. Most of what we understand and believe have come through either the media or music or education. If you go into the schools today, they have decided to educate your children that to be gender neutral. And you can decide which way you want to go when you decide that you want to go that way. If you don't believe me, go to school. Pastor John and I was at a school the other day and I commented to him on the way out. I said, we just walked and I just saw a handful of students. And what I saw is that they don't know whether they're male or female, a whole bunch of them, and just a handful of students. I hate to see the whole school. Now, how is that happening? That's not by chance. That's been going on on a strategic plan. Dr. James Dobson, 40 years ago, wrote a book called The Homosexual Agenda, and he said they will start in the schools teaching your children that they can decide what they want to be. They're not going to look at the physiology. 
And now the elementary school teachers are talking about the kids coming and say, I don't think I want to be a girl. I want to be a boy. Where'd she get that from? They didn't have that when I was growing up. If we're not careful, by the time that comes all the way through the system, the believers in the church will say, well, I guess it's okay. Because the believers then would have grown up with that educational influence. Is it going to be that quiet the whole time? <laughs> I'm just telling you how things work. Who's supposed to tell you if it's not the pastor and the preachers? That's the way things work. Take a picture, snapshot. Some of you are not old enough, but even 25 years ago, nobody would even consider it reasonable for same-sex people to want to get married. They would have been saying, what? But now even you are saying, well, people should have the right to do what they want to do. This is Jerry G. Martin, and I thank you once again for joining us in our broadcast today. Hopefully, these messages have been a blessing to you, to encourage you, to help you to grasp hold of the things that God purposed in your life. If you would like to listen to today's message in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Or you can go to our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. This is a great month coming up. It is Black History Month that we're celebrating. And we want you to come out and be with us this month. We have some tremendous things going on. First and foremost, we're here for those who may be hurting or feeling helpless or have habits or hang-ups that you want God to really help you with. We are the place of God's power and God's delivering. He came to seek and to save those who were lost. And that's what we're here to do. We love the people that God loves. And we'd like for you to be our guest every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock at the Light of the World. We're at 16161 Old Humble Road. We're having a special event on February 12th. That's our football Sunday. I have a special message I want to give you. So if you played football and junior high school, high school, middle school, college, or pro, be my guest that Sunday morning. We're going to have a special prayer just for you. That's Football Sunday, February the 12th. Let me take a moment to mention the Beacon Bookstore right here on our campus for books, Bibles, Sunday school supplies, communion supplies, or whatever you might need. Call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.